We got to start with our favorite uh, Dean rap verse, actually. Dean, go ahead. Okay, yeah. No, I, I, I can definitely uh, perform a, a rap verse for you. Yeah, yeah, g- give, give me a beat. Uh, I am wearing glasses. I'm gonna kick your asses. Uh, I have come to assess uh, your assets. Um, yeah, I'm an appraiser. Yeah. The, the assets that attract us, if you will. Uh, no, that's all. I'm sleeping with a new lady, which happens all the time. I always, I'm sure to bring my jeweler's loop. Uh, and I just, sort of, <laughs> I, I inspect, uh, I've got like maybe some little calipers. Uh, and Actually, I'm just I trying eye to. Exam. And I just kind of like the eye oh, exam. Okay. Like, is it one or is it two? Like the nice. Oh. Wait, do you have yeah. different slides? Like I'm trying out like different dicks on her? Yeah. It, no, it's, it's, uh, well, we know what number one is. Oh, so this is what you're doing oh. onto her. Yeah. And are you are you then asking gotcha. her? Does that feel like number one or does that feel like number two? <laughs> yeah. The answer will surprise you. Because yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Such a narrow like, stream for number two. Yeah. I like to keep. Yeah, I'm using a toes. funnel. <laughs> interesting. I'm using now, like my shiwi. You like to do what to their toes? Is that where you drop it? Because it's like the most sensitive area. People don't realize this. The most sensitive area on a woman's body is the top of her toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That in the armpit. Yeah, that's why when like in a cartoon, a woman gets hit on the foot, her like, you know, her foot swells up really big and she like pops through the ceiling, like her neck extends. Yeah, and she yeah. goes, ah, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they jump up on chairs to avoid mice because they don't like the feeling of little mice scampering across mm-hmm. their, their extremely This is also why they toes. don't like playing with Legos like we do. Yeah. yeah. They just, Nor they, dwarves. They, they don't it. like dwarves. Yeah. yeah that's, that's <laughs> Too close true. to the top of the feet. Yeah, that's why women famously never, dwarves never get married into like heterosexual living situations because the women are so afraid of, yes, the dwarf being able to see their weak point on the top of their feet. <laughs> it's yeah. glowing that's red like, like Resident Evil. Yeah, they have, they have like little <laughs> eyeballs on their feet. It's like you're supposed to damage them. That's why some guys are really into feet because it's like, what's more intimate than a, a woman showing you her glowing red weak spot? Oh, you see, I thought it was like a... Uh, it was like a knife play type scenario where it's the danger of it that makes it so uh, attractive, you know? You yeah, know, the it's like putting feet, a gun in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. The woman's foot and her life is therefore in your hands. You know, that's what I figured it was. Yeah, I always tell people, they, you know, people always say tits or ass, and I say feet or elbows, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I say brain or heart. <laughs> I say brain, brain or dome. Yeah, brain, brain or heart, and I've got like a Hannibal Lecter mask on, so it has a whole different meaning. So. <laughs> but, oh. 
it's yeah so i'm just i'm not even like i don't even really care about that that sort of physical stuff uh mm. i or any organ uh, of any kind i just i just ask a woman like name your like your top 50 past lives uh mm. and if they're not chinese peasant chinese peasant chinese peasant chinese <laughs> peasant then you know i'm done talking to her years ago i was chinese it was nice and cyclical for a bit there that's getting familiar are so racist because they have all these past lives as different races and they're like something inside me is calling out to call the starbucks barista the n-word because <laughs> i am also i'm, I'm remembering yeah. the old ways yeah that's right <laughs> this used to be me that's right and it could actually be again. that gives everyone the past like that oh. that's actually genius jesse yeah. you might have yeah. fixed racism yeah I, i've i've patched racism now it's applicable and accessible to everyone yeah. yeah, you know, you know how they say like 05 percent of all guys are like uh, ancestors of Genghis Khan or whatever. Mm. Uh, sure, a lot of people like half of all women actually were Cleopatra in a past life. Like all of Ooh. them, it's pretty crazy. That would be Whoa. so exhausting. Every day, a new woman cycles in as Cleopatra. <laughs> yeah, that explains why she was so damn crazy. Am I right, boys? Yeah, uh-huh. rolling yeah, herself right. up in rugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dying. she's a woman. Yeah, dying. Mm-hmm. Women dying famously, also. Women are very good at dying. They, guys, I've noticed everyone I've ever I've met. Noticed. Yeah, there's one thing I've noticed, and that's women love to die. Am that's I right, right that, folks? That's why I listen to the podcast. It's it's vicarious death. You know, <laughs> they they have a Thanatos drive that is like so, frankly untouchable. I know of something that I think. I I may have brought it up at some point in time, but I am fascinated by the idea of twink death. Are you guys aware of twink death? I'm, I'm going through it like right now. The, the That's exactly what I was going to say, Dean, yeah. is that you yeah. are experiencing twink death. Yeah, no, um, the, the drugs are, are bloating me. I'm not as <laughs> lathe. Uh, I can't really crawl into air vents that well anymore. Um, and um, business is, is faltering. <laughs> the twink business yeah eventually it's like, a, like, it's like a trade and you know like i, I like it's not like I, I can like transition to like the bear market you no, know like no, i i'm just no. i'm just dead in the water i like the also not like an otter over here of twinks like punching in and punching out each day it really is an industry <laughs> like the, the big old the big old bottom factory the <laughs> twink union the twink twink workers of the world unite yeah, the twink that I use as a toilet going, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twink death will inevitably lead to a twink singularity where like all twinks will kind of form into one. And then when that twink Like an Akira dies, style thing? I was just yeah. thinking more like, you know, various stars. Because, you know, I, I, I'm a member of Mensa. Me, my bud, A. Einstein, <laughs> okay. S. Cooper, R. Oppenheimer, <laughs> and, nice. and J. Dahmer. We're all Mensa members. And we were yeah, talking about this. But well, yeah, if I you imagine- think about it, the the sun will go through its own sort of twink death. That's what I'm saying. It's well, a young, tight, up- little yellow ball right now. But yeah. there's got to be a reason why they haven't come up with women's. Uh, am I right? That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, come women, on. Women actually aren't allowed in because uh, <laughs> you know there's a lot of different tests in place, and the, the first thing they ask you is, "Do you like death?" And when women scream, "Yes, yes, 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 yes," and they're like, "Oh God, you're yeah. an idiot." They boot him out of here. Yeah, get them out of here. They ask was... them which which Opeachy baseball card is their favorite, and they just stay <laughs> staring, total silence. And once uh, again, that, that's why things are the way they are. 
mm-hmm. but now we speaking of twink death um we are witnessing it on a global scale twink death is something that everyone will come to learn about because people were not flattered by justin trudeau's picture oh yes of him yeah. heading to the movies he just doesn't have that stuff anymore does he yeah, no. he's, he's the classic child star like uh, trajectory where he was so cute at the beginning and now that he's like grown up and become disillusioned and all fucked up, people are like, Jesus yeah. Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> what did we this see? What, JFK guy? had the right idea. He skipped Twink Death straight to just death. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, but so with the Twink Death, like what I imagine should have happened with the image that was uploaded is that he should have been face tuned like, <laughs> like, like an <laughs> Orange County Gingrich. housewife. Yeah. 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 It's just like face tuned, like looking like an absolute Chad himbo. Yeah, they should have given him the Chad jaw. That would have been incredible. <laughs> they, you know they would have done that for Pierre Polyev. Like the, the little mutants in his caucus. That would have been very, very big. But oh, yeah, yeah. No. Instead they they exposed him. They let our man walk out there looking like absolute shit. Yeah. yeah. And then they tried to redeem it. Well, yeah, you know, as always with it. For the folks that aren't aware, there were two pictures released. Yeah, our 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 beloved, our beloved prime minister. Yeah, yes. he he went to see the two biggest movies of the summer, yeah. Indiana Jones 4 and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 15. <laughs> oh, wait, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has a right. lot of actors you might recognize in some real feel-good moments. The, I saw a dope review online. Chance knows the Yeah, one. Jesse's been obsessed with <laughs> oh, a review that's literally just... It's, it's it, just okay, like, boomer there's some girl. great actors yeah, that you would remember. Yeah, it's a Latina girl who beat up yeah. her boyfriend. She she did, like, the funniest... That's hot. ...like, most <laughs> one-IQ'd Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, Spawn Con, and I've, I've been sending Caliente. it to our friend John for... Like the last two weeks, basically once every couple of days, just to essentially try. It's really, and drive him it's so things. like dead. Eye. You can tell that like there's just like no feeling left in that woman at all. Oh it's really, God. really kind of depressing. It is rather eerie, but it's still so funny to see the people that like are still following her. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. You guys just don't want to see a woman. Well, thriving. it's true. I I know what it looks like. You know, if yeah. if we can dis- dis- distill someone's whole life into. You know, a, a political movement. If if the OK Boomer girl is the Bernie movement, this is where we are now. Just dead eyed, trying to scrounge whatever money we can off of whatever uh, fame, like you know, the fame that our, our podcast built up during that uh, campaign. You know, yeah, that's right. We're, we're like we're exactly the same yeah. as her. We're just cultural detritus yeah. trying to figure out our place. It wasn't in until this world. we wasn't until we started getting canceled as quote unquote Bernie bros. Yeah. <laughs> For our misogyny, quote which, is, unquote. which there's been none of in this episode. Yeah, I've been misogynistic before the Bernie <laughs> campaign started. So. I got you an apology. I wasn't really familiar with your game, and you know how oh, you man, that's uh, that's really what I feel. But, so yes, uh, the two biggest movies of the summer. Yes, Justin Trudeau did go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the OK Boomer girl. That was his rebound, <laughs> and and the world rejoiced. Yeah, and he. Mm-hmm. And, he, and it, this was this was coming out of which we covered last week, uh, the separation of himself and uh, the lady part of Trudeau, Sophie Gregoire. Yeah, Sophie Armoire, and right. um, Sophie Boudoir. <laughs> and so, this is the first public sighting 
of Trudeau since a public announcement that they're getting separated, and it made him look mm. like a divorcee. Yes, extremely divorced. Yeah. I have very rarely seen a man look that immediately divorced. In the there was guy, and you know what? There's something very brave for him to do. And this. you know, you know the classic Wojak where it's the the mask that's smiling, and then the he's yeah. soy crying behind the mask was exactly what it seemed like. Whether that's yes. the case or not, the narrative sets it up so easily to look at that image and be like, "That's a very sad father." Well, you can you can view it in one of two ways. You could say that like he's always kind of smiled like that, which is not inherently wrong, yeah. but his eyes are definitely you know he's got he's got the thousand thousand yard stare yeah. going on here. So it's it, but it's he's also bad. an old he, man. Uh, like he's been fucking. What for twenty years he's been eight, prime minister? So like that ages you so fucking fast. Yes. Yeah. And no. It, it seems like a really hard job, and he seems like he works really yeah, hard he, at it. So I can tell that the wear and tear. When I but... saw the picture of him with his daughter, I immediately flashed back to the last episode talking about like the twenty-year-old harem of you Ottawa students. With them. Yeah, <laughs> that's where my mind went first. And I was like, Ugh. he's been caught. I'm like glad that. that I know that that's his daughter now. I didn't even bother to, to look. <laughs> no, but, we don't yeah. have to say that. Uh, we can just say it with some random you Ottawa girl. That's true. Yeah, we're, what people are gonna fact check yeah. us? I don't know. And if so. he wants to dispute that, he can come onto the podcast. Himself. Yeah, exactly. Just it was a, it was a concubine. Because surely. Yeah, surely an allegation of that nature, he would he would want to refute it if it wasn't true, right? So mm-hmm. surely he he'd you come would think. on the podcast. <laughs> and if he doesn't, I think that sort of speaks volumes so. of itself. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. We are awaiting a I'm response. No lawyer. That's right. We we have sent him basically like I, I cut a guy's hand off and mailed it to him in a box. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't heard anything back yet, but I did have some very nice gentlemen knock on my door earlier. <laughs> There's been this really cool van driving around the neighborhood. I, 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 I got I to get their, their auto specs on that thing. It's sweet. So, Yeah, but the, the Barbenheimer, like we've looked at his visage. Yes. But I think that the, the key thing, the thing that most people were commenting on were the various fits. He had two different outfits, one for Barbie, one for Oppie. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if you're familiar uh, with conservative Twitter. Um, oh, Christ, uh, Pierce Morgan uh was was tweeting about like oh like what has the west come to yeah. uh the the gay prime minister of the gay country is wearing pink uh so that was pretty funny uh i it's just again just being any of those people just seems so tedious and so boring yeah. you know you have to get mad because a guy wore a pink shirt yeah. to the movie where everyone wears pink to yeah. him i would love uh, just because he's cruising for strange like come try on. to make me wear pink i would love to have someone try and put me in a pink dress <laughs> i would love to have someone make me wear a wig i would love to have someone humiliate me in public like that yeah just try it dude Go ben ahead. shapiro literally was like that and he was like they fucking dragged me <laughs> to this movie and i had to bring my notes and it's like what is wrong with yeah. you guys like what, what? What is happening? You had to see the movie because it's the only thing you're going to talk about this month. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? No, that's the thing. Conservative media has finally reached the channel awesome arc, wherein every <laughs> single thing they do, they have to act like they're being forced by some mythological power to do this review. <laughs> it really, we are seeing the active linkarification of conservative media. Yeah, yeah. And, and his pink shirt, I, I, I love donkey it. dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he's an angry guy. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. Let's. You know what? Let's 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 fan cast this. Let's fan cast, and our our female listeners are going to love this. Let's fan, yeah. fan cast our conservative media channel. God, no, I'm good. Yes. Uh, no. Ben Shapiro's Angry Joe. They they're like the same height. They even kind of look similar. That or he's Jew a little on the nose. I forgot about him, man. Yeah. Uh, who's who's the Doug Walker? Because that's the money maker. Tucker Carlson. Oh God. Tucker, yeah, yeah, they they make yeah. the same Speaking faces. Of Tucker, is Tucker because I remember he was he he got a cease and desist right for like hosting yeah, shit on Twitter. He was doing. Oh, okay, interesting. I feel like nothing will come of that because he'll just keep yeah, doing it. Cause what are they yeah, yeah, I do? wonder. Like, I don't know. Are people getting their Tucker fix? Yeah, I I, have, I don't know what's like he, what he's doing. I feel like the star is fading pretty fast. Because like he was like the biggest guy on Fox, which is watched exclusively by septuagenarians, and now he's on Twitter, which is like actively dying mm. uh, and really doesn't have that audience that he's looking for, or at least the one that he used to cater to. Yeah. So I I, I don't I don't know. And it was so funny. I, I don't know why he didn't just like jump on a like Shapiro train. The or marketability. Or try to like make his own. Uh, company to compete with that. I really, I don't, I don't right. know what he's doing. The marketability of Twitter for a very short blip in time uh, was the eyes, like the the views, right? That you could see yeah, the, the potential, the reach. potential reach. Yes. Not even of like people liking your stuff or retweeting, but just like it was counting literally everything. Like everyone who scrolled past it, people who clicked on the link, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or people like it just loaded on their phone without them even scrolling. Yeah, to yeah. It would yeah. Count. And so with that, uh, essentially being nuked because it's it, fucking impossible to find Twitter stuff without having Twitter. So like all of the users that don't actively sign into their account, like that's not a thing anymore. Um, it's gotten to the point where it's like, what the fuck? What are, what are we? What are, you can't even inflate the numbers. Like, what are you doing? Which is funny because they were, and actually, both Facebook and Twitter had like minor scandals about inflating numbers. For Facebook back in the day, it was inflating artificially the, the view counts on videos. Yeah, which very famously led College Humor into pivoting to almost exclusively making content for Facebook, which yep. killed their brand. Which is very funny. And then for Twitter, yeah, like. One of the last kind of things I remember before I got rid of it altogether was them talking about how like the new views function is just completely and totally like made yeah, up. Yeah, it's not. It's like if you're a private account, you get like a hundred thousand views for like a tweet that's the letter I that nobody should be able to see. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 just it was uh yeah totally arbitrary, but it was able to be a useful tool for people to get like sponsors because they're like, look it, I'm viral as hell, like fifty million people saw my tweet um which means nothing right i would love uh, tucker to have to start selling like the suction vibrator underneath his, his tucker carlson tonight's <laughs> on like twitter <laughs> i definitely you're telling me this post blew up what do you think of that <laughs> i definitely want to talk more about uh this twitter stuff uh once we get to our, our next topic but i'm not done on justin uh the my general question is uh you know, wore the pink shirt, and then he had like his Butch Oppenheimer, yeah. like dark. Uh, it looked like he was gonna go like steal some street signs after his Peaky Blinders uh, the showing or something. Yeah, his Peking Blinders. Were. <laughs> yeah, his. his... 
But uh, my question is, what movie do you think he liked more? Did you guys see either of these films? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I bet you he liked Oppenheimer more. Yeah, because it's got it's got facts in it. It's a story. Yeah, like yeah, it's got like naked ladies. And he went with All a I girl. Is, I... So like, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he's gonna like yeah, it more. You're... Wait, I thought. Wait, which one? Which one did he go? Oh, I guess he did go with his daughter to Oppenheimer. And he went with I his son yeah. to Barbie. Yeah, woke king. Mm-hmm. Woke king. We gotta we gotta give it up to him. We simply must stand. But his even his costuming is getting lazy. You know, no makeup, yeah. no accessories. He's he's cooked. Yeah. I, he's finally I feel cooked. like he liked he could have gone as a victim of fat boy and just completely covered himself in black paint he's like oh i'm a shadow on the wall yeah that could have been really avant-garde that could have been cool he shows up in yeah, clay yeah. and he's like yeah it's kind of like kilimanjaro right this is the this is the volcano yeah. movie yeah that's right he's uh he, that's the thing. He's just given up. He's given up on life. He's given up on his public appearances. He's given up on his fun little costumes. All the things in life that used to bring him the most joy have, yeah, fallen apart as he enters heat death. Or, sorry, twink death. And total yeah. total twink apotheosis or do, whatever it is. Apotheosis. Do, do you think then he enjoyed Barbie because it was kind of like a romp in the past? Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember this. This is what I used yeah, to do. Yeah, I... I he might have, and you know, I feel like he got a he got a real kick out of that Ken fellow. He's like, oh, as a woke man myself, this is you know, frankly, farcical. how how but, interesting how they would portray a man. Maybe he really liked Ben Shapiro's review, and that that's why he's getting divorced from his <laughs> wife. He's he's embracing the lifestyle. He knows it's like Rocky Three, where he has to get trained yeah. from his former rivals to beat Pierre Polyev. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the new twink line. on the scene. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's so true. I never thought about that. We got a fucking battle yeah. of the twinks, Hank. Yeah. Like rising up, <laughs> and he's but, just watching like eighty Jordan Peterson videos and like. <laughs> 80 different tabs like clicking through each one as fast as he can okay yeah well i'm basically considering this podcast this is just like a think tank for justin's re-election campaign at this mm. point uh we've got so many good ideas for him dad's rights activist mm-hmm. yeah. uh rocky oh, training no, montage no, no, no. don't spoil he them should... all we're gonna come back to this <laughs> i think i think we've got ourselves a weekly segment where we pitch this is the true I, I i just want a little taste of one more i feel like carnivore diet for like at least a month <laughs> okay that could be for him. don't expand on that <laughs> I, I want i want you to come back to that next week because i feel like there's there's some legs with that and we'll need proper time to yeah. expand upon so i love it but let's let's circle back to that in future weeks i like the idea of us becoming yes he, he has to reach out to us we're the last podcast yeah 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 Mm-hmm. And speaking, that's it. He, speaking of circles, let's talk about circle media. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, sure. Uh, Google Plus, add me to your circle. <laughs> oh, oh fuck! I, did you actually Plus. use that? I definitely had a Google Plus. I think I made an account and played with it for like half an hour, and then I never looked at it again. But I had yes. one. I'm glad I have a clip of Dean saying that he played with it for half an hour. <laughs> I never so looked at it again. again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate this thing. <laughs> Do not disturb my circle. I have to. I yeah. have to ask: Is Threads still a thing? Do people actually use it? I, it is still a thing, but I don't think anybody uses well, it. Well, that's lame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from what I heard, it was literally all brands. Like you yes. couldn't follow anyone. 
so it would it would just give you like a feed of the most popular accounts, which were all just brands. So it literally you would just scroll through ads, and that was the app Ooh, as far as been described to me. Funny. I actually love that. I think we're really going to go some avant-garde uh, disruptive places with an ads-only version of Twitter. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Finally. You think Elon Musk is like fuming, being like, God damn it. <laughs> They're so living smart. the dream. <laughs> I wish I had this. Yeah. I also like that threads will just give you a number. What a cool account system. <laughs> Your number 475,300. Literally what Discord. Ooh, yeah. I, fucking... I love to express myself online. Yeah, Discord yeah. ditched that because it was so dumb. Like it just confused use yeah. people um that's a thing so meta obviously has fantastic ideas threads being one of them uh, <laughs> yeah famously good idea uh, yeah metaverse meta. also good yeah liked that oh still, yeah still a thing still something that we have to think about oh it's my God. not like that completely fell off the face of the earth or anything what, what if they blocked all the news so they can move it solely to the metaverse <laughs> the the, oh. the nft yeah. profile we, picture thing? this is actually yeah. This is genius. Yeah. It, like, it's they're like, oh, the real world, real shit happening in in like meat space. Don't even care about that. Don't even worry. Just uh, anything that matters, it's happening in, in here. That's baby. actually it's happening so, yeah. in the metaverse. You're almost giving me FOMO We've right now. Progress past the point of legs. Yeah, and it's like you don't just like access the stories. Like in the metaverse, you go into the various buildings of these news organizations, and you can like walk around and talk to meta NPCs. Where it's like, oh, you want to get the latest scoop from the CBC? Yeah, go. I, th- to I, the thought, CBC you, I thought you were going to say like you show up at the crisis, like they. You reenact. Oh, they put you right <laughs> in. You're it? in the story. <laughs> no, I was just thinking that Meta was going to hire like some Doom programmers to make like Doom style levels of all, <laughs> all the various news organizations. I think that would that would go along. I way. would I think, like that. I think a certain yeah. audience would find a lot of utility in that. But no, putting yeah. them into the news story itself would be way more subversive. I would like that. It- I think we could sort of like to get young people more engaged in current events and get them like thinking about the world in which they inhabit. Mm. We just need to gamify this shit. So it's like, oh, do you want to know about the crisis in Sudan? Uh, (laughs) Go get me like five ox pelts or something. And then you have to go kill five meta oxes or something. Like Skyrim. But every quest reward is another page of the news article you oh, wanted God. to watch. A yeah, you get article. to learn how many people died in 9-11 yeah. or something. That, that's truly depraved. I do like the idea of like virtual reality, though, with the newsmakers. It's like, hi, Lisa, you can go where I go. Eat who I eat. <laughs> just me, just me like- hanging out uh, with, uh, with the Spider-Man newsy. The Spider-Man news. Yeah. What? The James Jonah Jameson? Yeah. Oh, that was the most confusing. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Like, like a little boy on the corner Ooh, with like news. I'm not as <laughs> smart as you. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know all the fucking Spider-Man characters, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Do you even newsy? go to school? The, the famous Spider-Man character. The <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. Extra. extra. <laughs> Wall crawler at it again. Now that would be a cool take. J. Jonah Jameson as a little boy. <laughs> yeah. Why? Now we're What talking. would that do? I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. It just. But he just still runs cute. the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a boss baby Spider-Man crossover that we've all been like clamoring that. for. So getting straight down to it. Meta. No more news on Meta. No more mm-hmm. news on Instagram. If you try and share that, we will shadow ban you for your beliefs. For this great country anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also not like sort of totally because I was talking to 
my boss today and they were telling me about how people can sometimes access stories through Instagram by using their computer instead of their phone. Yep. Oh, really? They haven't yeah. updated and the, the, first, so the actual website. The first thing to, it's not actually a total The first ban. thing to go was uh, the iPhone as well. They rolled that out first. The iPhone was unable to access news through Facebook or Instagram. Uh, and in not just Canadian news. No, if you're in Canada, Everything. you can't access any news. Um, yes. News is forbidden. Uh, through social media or or through Meta's now, social media. As far as I understand, this is because the federal government uh, just uh, released this policy that makes it so these like large like tech companies have to pay uh, a portion of their ad revenue to news organizations that are providing the clickbait oh. that people click on. Yes. Uh, and these companies in turn were like, well, we don't need Canadian news sources or I guess news sources at all for people of Canada. Uh, suck my cock. Uh, <laughs> I, I will just block it all. Like, what are you going to do? Um, which is a very cool move. Uh, and, you know, again, these uh, social media is just good for us. It keeps us connected and informed. Um and uh, I, I just trust these companies. Yeah, you know? I do. Uh, yeah. It's like I follow I, I'm I'm gung ho with uh, following Meta and all of their great choices because they've they haven't let me down <laughs> so far. So that's true. If Mark does thinks I shouldn't see something. Yeah, then it's probably better. I, I, I it's probably for my own good. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy, too, because I. I I was not aware of the reasoning behind this uh, blockage. So I assumed that this was some kind of like latent thing where they were trying to combat like fake news and extremism by just being like, no, there will be no news now because the old people on Facebook cannot be trusted. <laughs> that's, a, that's probably <laughs> like this a good idea, actually. Yeah. So that's what I assumed it was. But it's like, no, it's actually way dumber. Where <laughs> It's like rightfully so. It's like, well, these are our news stories. Mm -hmm. But it's insane for Meta to not allow this because that was, I would argue, the thing that drove the most clicks on Facebook is like linking news stories so everyone can get mad at them. Yeah. And, and the thing, too, yeah. is that with facebook as far as i'm aware because i haven't used facebook in a long time is that they would so google does this thing and google's mad too by the way it's not just meta um google is like we're just not going to suggest news sources to people ever again um Ooh. which is a bit more uh impactful i think than the social media one but yes. um what I was saying is that as far as I'm aware, these two companies, Google and Facebook, since they have their own advertising that they run themselves, what they do is they will essentially access the website through their own uh, advertising scheme and basically replace the ads that are on that website with their own advertisement. So like it's a container when you click the link, uh, you can check this with Google too. If you try to oh. share something to somebody and it'll end up being a really long Google link instead of a, just a URL to the actual <laughs> web page. And when you click that, all of the advertisement is then replaced with Google's advertising. Um, wow. So in poaching the advertisers on the website, the response wasn't, you can't do that. It was, okay, you have to then pay for that. 
if, if you think it's impossible to just link a website, which it's obviously not, but they say that it's for safety reasons or whatever, it's all BS. Um, they're like, okay, then you have to pay for the fact that you've stripped them of their advertising revenue. Uh, yeah, we can't let our users go to the unsecure Toronto Star website. Yeah, yeah, it basically yeah. has to be it, facebook.com slash the Toronto Star dash dash, like yeah. all this other bullshit, right? No, it's an argument that immediately falls apart as soon as you put one second of thought into it. It's like, what do you mean I can't share something from cbc.ca? Yeah, <laughs> like, and the thing is, is that it's only for news organizations. And the reason for that is because of like the CRTC and all of these organizations that work together. And also the amount of funding that goes into uh, like independent, but also uh, like federally run news in Canada. Um, that it's supposed to be a way for there to be kickback for the money made on these websites, right? By these advertisements. Uh, and then they were like, oh, but what you want us to kick back to you costs more than what we make on it. Which is like, I don't care. Like, they were like, oh, but then it's a deficit. And it's like, so? Well, yeah, but like if... <laughs> I, I think like I think the argument that these like news services are content providers for these social media companies and should be compensated for that. Like you you can argue that that's, you know, uh, sort of a hoop to jump through or it's like a bit of a stretch. But like if we, you know, believe that the CBC is generally a good thing to have, which I generally do, uh, then uh, and any way that we can squeeze money out of tech and give it to, uh, you know, news sharers, news organizations, uh, you know, that's fine by and me. And the thing is, is that it was going to be a split. So essentially it was like a tipping pool. Like they, it wouldn't just go to the website, the money that was made from the advertising. Um, it would go to the CRTC who would then divvy it up based on need oh. from either broadcast communications or or even just like straight up uh, newspaper press. And they would they would split it up on their terms instead of because otherwise it would be just the CBC or Global News or whatever making right. the majority of the money, National Post, things like that. Um, so it would be the CRTC that would divvy it up. And they didn't like that either. They were like, this is bad. Why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's very interesting. But one of the end results of this is now uh, CFRC, beloved local radio station. Hey, you're probably either listening to us in your car after huffing glue live <laughs> or via the podcast feed. But CFRC now cannot advertise, period. Our social media presence has essentially been reduced to zero. Yeah. So very cool. Uh, we do love to see that. We are literally printing out posters <laughs> and like yeah. popping them up in places, which is also quite tight. So very great to see that. I, I can put know, some up in Toronto. I don't know how uh, helpful you'd find that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I would. CFRC.ca, folks. Check it out. Lots of good stuff yeah. on there. If you actually type in the Contra code, you will be taken to a page that is just a picture of the bottom and top of my feet. 
So that's a fun little Easter <laughs> Yeah, that's egg. right. We had to pay $40,000 to the website programmers to get that added in. It <laughs> so it, it, this is like, in all seriousness, having a devastating effect on smaller media organizations that had relied on social media as a, surprise, surprise, free form of advertising that would drive clicks and drive interest. In fact, prior to this ban, CFRC was seeing on the news front some pretty big success in its coverage of the ongoing ecological disaster that is the wildfire and providing relevant information to the community about air quality, you know, the index, as well as precautions and like shelter centers Mm -hmm. where people could go to stop choking on, you know, toxic debris. So this is having for the people listening, not just in Kingston, but I'm sure whatever little hovel you call home, if there is a community broadcaster or a non-corporate media enterprise they are suffering immensely because of the ban that's been put in place by Meta and Instagram. And the other thing, too, is that um, it's not just news posts can't be posted. Like, you would think that that would be the case. They don't let you post on your account. Anything. Yeah. You, you can't, can't see you messages. Can't post you like, can't hey. uh, post and you can't do anything. They're, no, we can't advertise like a non-news show. Like if we were like, oh, hey, like check out this music show at 7 p.m. We can't post that. We can't can't post anything. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's one of those things where um, they're obviously trying to strong arm Mr. Trudeau. But uh, we know Trudeau has the strongest arms in the game. So. Yeah. I, I imagine them wrapped around me nightly and then he pushes me up against the wall and yeah, yeah. You know what? This is a punished Trudeau art. What if it would be really funny if he came out of this and just like decided he was going to destroy. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's also, yeah. the well, like that's the, again, the most divorced thing a person can do uh, is get really mad about shit happening on the internet. On Facebook. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they mess, they mess with the wrong motherfucker at this point. You can't take my posts. When you see, when yeah, you see this is... public freakouts and they're like, and they blocked me on Facebook. And it's like, oh man, yeah. this is crazy. We're going to see that from the prime minister, which is amazing. We're, we are finally, people for years have said the internet is not real life. Well, guess what? The internet predicted real life because everything is folding together and it's, it's going to culminate in the most beautiful, the most beautiful thing possible, which is, yeah, Justin Trudeau releasing the legendary Power Rangers rant, the legendary uh, Facebook rant. <laughs> about the, the famous Power Rangers rant, right? He said it'll be out when it's out, and we like that. It'll be out when it's out. But great work, at <laughs> but yeah, between like you know, Meta shutting down all news organizations, the failure of Threads, uh, X not giving it to us the way Twitter oh, used so to. So true. Um, and I, I don't know. Did we, have we talked about like this happened a while ago? But the the Reddit thing where they banned all these third party apps. Oh yeah, and like Reddit usage has like cratered since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really seems like the the internet that you know I grew up on uh, is either dead or dying. What was uh, that like two it's, weeks it's just ago? Wild. Like the yeah web 2.0 or which one what? I said, what was that like two weeks ago the the internet you grew up on oh yeah because i'm a very young spry man That's yeah true. you're an infant uh 
Yeah, but uh, no, like Web 2.0, it's it's, it's donezo. Uh, and, you know, we already had the abortive attempt at the future with Web 3.0, crypto and meta. So uh, maybe we could just, why don't we just wipe, wash our hands of this whole thing, folks? Is, is it too late for that? Can we just to say, remove. you know, this was a, a, a noble experiment and then we can just like unplug? Can we be get Luddites of, and still have a podcast? Get rid of the tubes. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could just talk to each other. And then if we talk loud enough, maybe like one or two people will hear That's us. true. Yeah, we could just have large public <laughs> Or we could do, yeah, town we, square oh, type, or type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or we could transcribe all of our things and nail it to the door of the nearest yeah. church. Yeah, that's I'm gonna, really that's I'm going to bring a soapbox and a too. dashiki, and we're going to hit the street corner. Well, why why does every treatise from these guys start with ten minutes just making fun of women, sort of ambling? Why does he keep calling himself a black ram- Israelite? Yeah, who the <laughs> hell is Ling Carl? What's going on here? What's a bussy? Oh no, they know what that. <laughs> yeah, I know. If there's anyone who's aware of that, I broke the immersion. <laughs> yeah, um, I got a little article here. Uh, I haven't read this article. Uh, I just literally pulled it up. Uh, I was like, what's what's the National Post cooking up? What kind of op-eds are we having? Uh, f- headline, biggest fucking picture you can find on National Post right now. Uh, Sabrina Maddow has a, an op-ed. The Liberals' Taylor Swift ticket fiasco is the greatest crisis of our times. What? Okay, this has got to be tongue-in-cheek. There's no What? Way. This woman has got to be like... I I, I refuse I refuse to take the bait. There's no way. Yeah, well, you know, it's all clickbait. You know, it's but I'm I'm choosing to. I believe women. So if she's saying this, uh, I'm going to hear her out. Women are known to be hysterical, and this is a very hysterical headline. (laughs) That's that's true. But it's like I I think the funniest thing is liberals Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Yet another thing, Justin True Bungler has bungled up for us. <laughs> the True Bungler, our, our beautiful eras tour. Yeah, our beautiful yeah. I'm not sure tour. exactly how much he he had a part in this, but apparently, I'm just skimming this article. Uh, oh no, no, I uh, never mind. The, it won't let me uh, read this article. Yeah, you're, you're uh, give me one to... sec. I'll, I'll pull it up normally. Yeah, but you um, tried to look at it through Facebook. Not understanding the last twenty minutes of our yeah, just wasn't listening at all. Facebook, (laughs) yeah. But uh, so they had to do this like lottery system. Uh, So like thirty million people, uh, which is like basically the whole country, uh, applied for around thirty thousand tickets because she's doing like six nights at the Rogers Center or something. Yeah, it's Um, like a residency almost. Yeah. So uh, that's a 99% chance of failure of not getting a ticket. Uh, awesome. Super you cool. You can buy them on the resale market for a lot of money, believe it or not. Oh, uh, the, the most expensive ticket for this uh, residency went for $120,000, uh, which is pretty good. It's not regrettable. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, Trudeau and Singh have, have both fucked up entirely uh, by not allowing uh you know this this nation's uh chased white women uh from uh going to see their their living god their living idol yeah this is going to cost both of them like we're we're talking about a 100 percent conservative majority like we, we'd <laughs> yeah. be lucky to see 
two votes period and for anybody that isn't pierre polyev and his little toady crew what so, the fuck did, uh, finally, what does this have to do with the federal government they don't run Ticketmaster. Oh. Yes, uh, maybe live nation. maybe those thirty thousand tickets were bought by Justin Trudeau to give to his U Ottawa harem. <laughs> that's so. That could be <laughs> that's, yeah, uh, we're gonna find out. Just that's what I'm saying. Though. No, well, they, they've got uh, liberal. Uh, imp- I literally they've got quotes from uh, Trudeau and Singh uh, and the immigration minister uh, about. The Taylor Swift tickets like politics means nothing anymore it's fucking so fucking sad man what is happening here have we were we ever a country did did any of it ever matter well, I, me, I imagine no, no but yeah it's just you know what 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 jokes are there to write about this so so what's you know? what's the beef what's the problem uh so, Prime Minister Trudeau announced the first ticket savings account, which allows first-time Taylor Swift concert goers to put a... Th- oh, no, this is a... Uh, yeah, this is just a, a, an Onion article that they oh, published Dean. on the National Post. Oh, Dean. Well, of we can just cut did. all this. No, 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 no. Uh, this, is, this is a rare Jesse being right moment. Yeah. This is a rare Jesse being right moment. Finally. It was also like 12 minutes. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to say, Jesse can just take the parts that are actually funny. Oh, I don't know if there were any. Yeah, um, it's, that's going to be tough. This is what it's, happens when I don't read a full article before I just yeah. dive into it. But you know what? It's not Dean's fault. Because once again, his several Facebook pages, one of which is one he shares left-wing minion memes that are 87 words. It's like impact font, 87 words. You can't even see the minion. Yeah. That yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very happy I got to 87 words on all of those because yeah. I, I could have yeah. been in hot water otherwise. Yeah, D- Dean, Dean's posting classic left-wing memes that are three paragraphs long. And because of this meta ban, he was unable to access the full article and was hence bamboozled. That's not – you shouldn't be laughing at Dean right now. <laughs> if you're laughing at Dean right now at home, you are an awful, awful person. He's crying. Yeah, want, He's crying please. right now. Look at yourself in the mirror and think, how could I ever make fun of such a charming and intelligent man? Yeah, he's going through twink death. And this <laughs> it's is a how tough you time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you people are fucking sick. And I, yes, I'm, I'm going to start naming and shaming. Anything here. to see if a white boy fall. Person. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. And, and it's like the white man historically has done nothing to deserve this. So I'm just like, I, I'm really perturbed. At the people that are laughing right now, that are that are listening in their car with a bag full of glue, that they're huffing, just so dedicatedly, yeah. that are laughing. Sh- share that, you know. Yeah. Pass that bag around. Dean, Dean read a Dean thought a fake article was real, and you're laughing. You're <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Again, like uh, it's National Post op-ed or like these. Uh, okay, these it was sorts a wolf of in things. Sheep's clothing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I again. This is why Meta has to shut this shit down. Now I'm anti-fucking news. Fuck these yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, uh, let them know. Yeah, like if you're going to fucking clown on me, then maybe I think you and your fucking family should starve. I don't know. Maybe I think that now. Um, I, I, I was going to say that I do have another topic, um, which is some news that we, I think Jesse knows more about than I do. Um. Jesse, what do you have to say about Metro? 
Yeah. So uh, first off, shout out to a friend of the podcast and a friend of mine, Adam, who is actively uh, working and striking alongside the various people in a metro in Toronto. He is for the record, or sorry, they are for the record, like an employment lawyer. So this is a person who specializes in legal, like uh, employment law. So fucking sweet to begin with. But what you might have been hearing about is that there are ongoing strikes involving metro workers. And in the GTA, as many as 3,700 metro workers are currently on strike. Which is a pretty big uh, movement for someone, or sorry, a group of people that I think a lot of people will take for granted. And cast your mind back to the early dark days of 2020, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, big grocery worker got fat off the hog of essential worker money. Yeah. And one of the big reasons for this strike is that they are calling for that quote unquote hero pay of $2 an hour to be reinstated. Mm. So this is a wage dispute at the heart of it. But it's coming at a time where grocery costs are through the roof. Grocery companies are making record profits. And the workers who now have their bargaining agreement expiring have astutely noted that if you guys are cashing in, we deserve to get fucking paid a working wage again. We can't afford to buy the shit at the store where we're selling it. So this is a wonderful example of working class solidarity, people in a job that is taken for granted who have astutely recognized the fact that, yeah, guess what? Turns out we are fucking essential workers. It's not just a designation you can slam on, slam on us to put us in danger yeah. during a time of an unprecedented global pandemic. No, it turns out we're still fucking essential whether or not you're paying us as such. And they have rightfully decided, yeah, all that money that you're making uh, by like fucking price fixing and gouging, we would like that. So fucking sick. I love you, Metro workers. I, I do hate the fact that Metro is extremely expensive even before the cost of living. Yeah, yeah. But that's not your fault. That's not your fault. I'm not going to hold that against you. Bring back the A&P, you know? Bring back the mom Bring and back the A&P. Yeah. And at, at least, like, tr- try to, like, teach us how to... I've, like, I really want to start shoplifting, but I'm just not brave enough. Now is you the know? time. It, it, now yeah. is the time. Go into a... Me- they pro- they'll probably just let you in. You know, just, that's, just walk that's, right what I'm, that's what I'm asking for. Or if you're not going to at least like point out security cameras, like yeah. let's get some solidarity flowing my way so I can benefit. Well, even but, then, I'm uh, just saying right now, if there's any time to rip off Metro, do it while their workers are fighting for fair wages. You know, this is this should be like a multi-pronged yeah. assault. I'm calling on the union of shoplifters. All the yes. all, attention, all pickpockets, all the 13 year old girls, all the all the 11th. 11-year-old, like, 18th century chimney sweeps and pickpockets. Mm-hmm. All of the wine moms who are pilled up and just just need, they need that Minions phone case. I'm calling on all of you <laughs> to band together and start stealing from Metro until the wage increase is granted. And for the Metro workers, you guys are good. You keep doing your thing. You stay strong. In fact, anything you steal from Metro, this is for my pickpockets again, I want you to donate to the strike mm. fund so we can keep this shit yeah. going. And that's yep. that's you'll also be fully reimbursed. 
So yes, although don't steal the meat because the meat does have microchips in it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What do you? I want to see the food professor's take on this. I think if the food professor were to show up at one of these metros, he would legitimately be flayed alive. <laughs> I, I would hope so. But the thing is, like, he's such a little worm. Like, no one would even know who no. he is. He'd have to be like, "Oh, I'm the food professor, actually." And, they're like, and then they'd be like, what? "Oh, who's that?" Yeah. And he'd, he'd be like, "I no, he, I he, uh, you know, help." Uh, Metro get all of its security tag yeah. shit and then they'd be like oh. I actively help you get fucked over for the love of god <laughs> what if he went up and he's like quite frankly your strike is is completely illogical and he just like starts talking about like marginal price fixing and yeah, yeah he brings I, a whiteboard like with him people don't understand yeah, I like how to imagine the food professor and then yeah they like nail his feet to the ground and then like slowly hoist him up by his neck as his feet stay bolted to the ground like Didn't i like to imagine he, he did say sometimes. that people were dumb for thinking that price fixing was going on and then we just keep getting yes. price fixing rebates <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if i did it by the food <laughs> like it's insane he was like you guys are stupid you don't understand how these things work and how they're all interconnected and then it's like the federal government is literally like here's money yeah. for finding out that they were yeah. monopolizing and they were fixing the prices. Yeah. L- least least depraved RMC graduate, the food professor. <laughs> yeah. How come he Pretty didn't crazy. drown? What the fuck? That's they, true. Drowned the, they drowned the wrong guy. <laughs> the wrong kid died. <laughs> yeah, the wrong, wrong kid died. No, the, the food professor discovered from the RMC network, you know, that there was price fixing going on. Instead of drowning him, they fucking put 16 bullets into like, <laughs> another cadet's skull. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So the Metro, keep up the good work. We're, we're fucking with you. Also... Very quickly, this one isn't happening yet, but there's there's more strikes coming. This is the strike summer 2023. It's time once again for the teachers to take the government to task. So you will be, although not on Facebook or Instagram, hearing more and more about the looming teacher strike. And yeah, nice. I get it. Childcare is not easy. And for a lot of working people, very, very difficult. But at the same time, this is also the future of your children, the future of the education system, especially on a public level. And uh, if these strikes don't get material improvements, not just to the wages of the educators, but the actual resources within the education system itself, it's not going to do much for you. And it might not last very long. So I get Uh, it. uh, I do. I really, really do. But it is important that the parents of the students, especially those in the public school sector, do support the teachers as they fight this, once again, tyrannically, comically evil and corrupt fucking provincial government. More on their corruption next week, I promise. 100%. And I, I, I just add, like, especially as we're, like, staring down a future where the existence of a public school system is sort of an open question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very important to stand behind the people uh, who actually populate and run these schools uh, and, you know, try want to uh, see their continued existence yeah. uh, it, instead of the Dickensian orphans that we prophesize raiding Metro. Yeah. And it's <laughs> not it's not about like uh, what politician promises to do what at this point. Right. Like if someone's like, we're going to bolster the public school and stuff like that, because we've also heard that so many times. So it's literally just about supporting who's actually working 
and not just what anyone is saying. So yeah, this is a we're, we're facing down a really cool thing. I think it's great. Now my suggestion uh, is take let, let your kids go with the Metro Strikers. You know they'll take care of them all day. They they've got like lots of little snick snacks, lots of fun activities. Them, they can march yeah, around. Make your kid uh, teach him how to use a deli slicer. Yeah, your kid can scab. <laughs> no, yeah, you, yeah. No, no. <laughs> get your kid to work at the There's Metro. There's already enough child labor. Well, no, I, I didn't they, say what they were using the deli slicer on. Oh my god. They're wang. Uh these people are sick. They're... Yeah. <laughs> no, uh they're going to teach the kids how to like throw rocks through the metro window. Like I'm just saying there's now's the time. The grocery workers and the teachers of the world must unite. And yeah. we're gonna, the two most essential of the essential workers are are going to come together and we're going to see a beautiful world where children are destroying metros, they're robbing world. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can also rob from the schools too. If uh, yeah, if the same logic applies, I mean, just walk out I'm with like say, big crates full of chalk. They don't lock their kids. I'm gonna up. say rob the rob the private schools. I'm gonna say you can rob the private schools. Uh, don't rob the public schools. They already don't have anything. You just, you're just robbing the teachers at that point. It's all their stuff anyways. Just break into right. their houses. Some schools can be robbed. Uh, but it's the private schools, so uh, we'll provide uh, we'll provide a list of maps to private schools in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Big you know, X's on do them. What your, yeah, <laughs> you can do what your heart desires there. But uh, yeah, no, we're gonna see the, the the children yearn for the deli cart. There, we're we're gonna find this this beautiful world of uh, yeah, kids learning how to destroy metro windows. It's gonna be like uh, the world from Assault on Precinct Thirteen. We're gonna have roving. <laughs> Roving futuristic gangs, but they're all children. Yeah, I was Just thinking of warriors, of but with children. Oh, that'd be cool yeah. too. Yeah, warriors is all children. They're yeah, all like, like teenagers. Well, com- but like I'm talking fucking infants. I'm talking like four year olds. I'm sorry. Are you saying that teenagers are are adults and should be treated as such? Chance is that what you're sort of implying? I here? think my uh, what I do is I add seven years to everyone's <laughs> age. So take that as you will. I won't. I won't take that. <laughs> I'm me, gonna put that right back on the shelf. Erm, me thinks that's a cut. <laughs> but you know, chance is gonna see, as you'll all see. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure we will have more, especially about the teacher strike if this does end up materializing. But to end things out, I just want to say, yeah, solidarity. Please do support those so-called essential workers who aren't no longer essential because you know we've stopped enforcing covid regulations it's like no these are all jobs that are essential to the running of society be it teaching or stocking grocery shelves believe it or not both are important and both are fighting for an increase in the improvement of their pay so they can actually fucking survive so yeah more power to them solidarity to our striking metro workers and potentially to our striking teachers i know i will be out marching the picket line here in kingston if things do progress to a legal strike position and uh yeah i hope our listeners enjoyed our return our our resurgence our renaissance last week uh now the editing job of the podcast has reached full circle as the mantle has been passed from dean to megan to chance to the least talented one and that's me so if you have complaints about my editing, uh, please email them to tech manager. At <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Next week, we're going to have a, a good time. We're going to talk about some corruption. 
So for all you corruption heads out there, we got some good shit coming up. And in the meantime, have fun. Go see a movie with a divorced dad mm-hmm. today. You know, look yeah, at they need Take you. Care of them. Keep <laughs> yeah. your gun loaded for one dollar. For $21, you can buy a divorced dad, a soda, a popcorn, and a movie ticket to see Barbie. And look like absolute shit while doing it. All right, bye. Amen. Bye-bye.